0: listening to you Sports Radio Detroit.
1: back to a Merry Grave Discussions. Ho, ho, ho. I am Barnabas. And I am Samuel. Happy ho, ho, horror days to all of you fiends out there. Uh, We hope that you all have a great Christmas or whatever you celebrate, first and foremost. And we're glad to be here with you. So today is a special episode where we're going to be talking about holiday horror movies. And I'm pretty pumped because... You know, There's, this, I think, a soft spot in a lot of people's hearts for Christmas or holiday horror movies.
0: Yeah, and uh, there's not uh, too many Christmas ones, uh, at least in like the mainstream. There's a lot of shitty independent ones like Mother Krampus and then whatever the fuck else. They got. I don't want to know about that realm of Christmas yeah.
1: horror, so we're not going to be talking about that shit today. No, but stay tuned, and we hope that you've all had a great week. We're going to catch you guys up with some news before we jump into the rest of our episode. But uh, first, we would be remiss if we didn't mention Sports Radio Detroit, who hosts our show and a lot of other great ones. And the people should know where they can find Sports Radio Detroit. They can find them on Twitter,
0: Facebook, and Instagram. That's SRD, Sports
1: Radio Detroit, not Detroit Sports
0: Radio. It's not us.
1: That's right. Yeah, get it straight. So go check them out. And you can check out our show and a lot of other great shows as well. So, the first article today is a really sad one. This just oh, happened. Shit, yeah. And you know what's ironic? I'm wearing my Camp Crystal Lake hoodie. So, oh shit. Steve Dash, who played Jason Voorhees in Friday the 13th part two, passed away today. Um, he was struggling with diabetes and I don't know, a bunch of other illnesses so it's very sad r.i.p to a true legend
0: yeah the first adult jason man uh something that another guy mr gillette takes credit for at like the conventions but
1: no it's not him this is him and now he's gone he's gone forever yeah he was one of my favorites and apparently he's like super nice in person and he's like really passionate about going to all the horror cons and meeting fans and everything so that yeah, sucks, dude. The first fucking Jason. Yeah, I hope like Richard Brooker is not next. He was the
0: fucking second oh, man. adult Jason. Yeah, I don't oh, even. I haven't even heard from either of these guys since these movies. But this is what they're known for. And yeah, damn, it's fucked up, bro. Like, seventy-four years old. I mean, he he lived pretty. Yeah. Pretty uh, pretty old man. I hope I get to seventy-four. I probably won't, but I hope I do. Yeah,
1: same. That's that's really all we can hope for, but sucks. Um, but, you know, RIP to him, it's just crazy. You like watch these guys in the eighties, you know, or you watch them now, even, you know, if you weren't born back then and you don't really think about it. And then these guys, a lot of them just, you know, end up passing away. So it's crazy.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, it's, I mean, a lot of these, uh, original, like, you know, these, these big, big horror stars, I mean, they're getting old. I yeah. mean, because it was the 80s now we're in 2018 and a lot of them are in their 60s and 70s and it's yeah, like gonna be fucked years. up
1: seeing all these guys pass away man yeah for real uh i, I can't even imagine it so that was just uh, announced today it was breaking news so i had to share it in case you didn't hear about it but we're gonna move on to something a little happier at least you know in the realm of new horror movie release announcements so this next one's pretty cool it's uh about a creepy pasta. So we actually just had one of these announced, but here's another one. About the Russian sleep experiment. It's some like crazy creepy pasta about some like Soviet people who um are forced to like not sleep for days and days and days and then they go crazy and there's these like scientists. Yeah, I saw the short
0: story on uh well the short video on YouTube, that shit was fucked up. They were like smearing their shit on the walls and beating the shit out of each other
1: yeah it's it's honestly a pretty nuts creepypasta I, I did read it like a long time ago but it's being adapted into a movie and it's it's going to be a little different it says uh it's kind of like more loosely based on the creepypasta but it, it's happening it's essentially the same plot line and uh this one is coming at you spring of 2019 Oh shit, so. so pretty fucking soon in a couple months. Yeah.
0: So I like I'm to think optimistic. Excited. The winter is almost gone to me. Like December's gone and we still haven't had that much snow. So you know, I'm pretty yeah. pumped for uh April should be here anytime. Probably <laughs> within the next week or so. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's that's kinda that's kinda like my hope. But we'll see. I'm um, I'm pretty excited about this one. For some reason, Chris Kattan from Saturday Night Live is in this along with Charles Hubble, Paul Cram, and Michael Viller, and they're supposed to be, like, the patients. Oh, shit. Yeah, so um, I'm pretty excited about it. It's going to be called The Soviet Sleep Experiment, so be on the lookout for that one. I'm sure once a trailer drops, we'll be on Why it for you Why they change
0: it? I mean, they still called Slenderman Slenderman. They didn't call I him Skinny Man for the fucking Hollywood yeah. one. Should just called The Russian Sleep Experiment. I mean... Is, wh- is Russian too... Is that is that racist, people? I don't know. Tell me. Is that... Or, so it sounds worse. <laughs> kind of yeah. That's like calling you know me a communist. Like fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's I guess why I did they keep country. it? The
1: patient who nearly drove me out of medicine, or whatever. You know, I, I don't know why people do these things. But anyway, let's move on. Another good bit of news. At least if you're like me and you're a fan of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, it just got renewed by Netflix for a third and fourth season. So that's pretty dope i'm excited about it because i really like the show a lot and i'm looking forward to season two and three and four apparently now i know you just told me to watch that like christmas one recently yeah
0: but i still haven't watched it
1: i mean it it just came out but it's pretty good
0: do they they celebrate christmas though they're no well they celebrate like christmas
1: yeah they celebrate like the witch's christmas which is called yule oh yeah So it's, yeah, it's like a whole big thing in the show, but it's a cool episode, I thought. And they introduced like a new demon. Oh, shit. So, yeah, it's pretty sweet.
0: Just for this episode or is it going to be like throughout the
1: Uh, seasons? I think just for this episode. So it's kind of like a one-time event. And then season two is going to start off where like this left off.
0: And uh, any confirmation on the date
1: on that? I I think it said April, April 9th or something like that for season two. It's been about a week or two. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Basically. So, yeah, be on the lookout for that. Just expect to watch Sabrina for the next at least two years or something. So, that's all the news we have for you guys. We got a couple new trailer announcements as well, including the biggest one that dropped today a day early. So, this is a special treat for everybody. Hellboy. Oh, shit. Yeah, the trailer just dropped. And I will say initially it looks... Oh, eh. for real? Yeah. CGI? well not just that because they were playing it off like it was going to be more dark like more horror and it's it's like a superhero movie now well at least like the trailer doesn't really give off that vibe there's like upbeat music and then there's like you know the comedy elements which do exist in Hellboy but Hellboy in general is, is pretty dark and has like you know some heavy subject matter and stuff and just the way that at least the comic looks it's pretty dark so
0: i just hate i just hate when they start adding all this like comedy shit to like these like (laughs) movies with like serious like you know the whole is that kind of even almost ruined like a lot of people praised halloween for that Mm -hmm. that scene with the little kid and his babysitter like like, come on was that really necessary like i like the weird jokes about like getting like chocolate on your (laughs) dick by the by the dad at the beginning i remember They need to chill out with these comedy elements. All right, I came to be scared. Like, if you, if you, if you make me laugh, then I'm not gonna be on edge ever again. Like during
1: the movie. Like, I mean, you can have some like stuff that isn't really like intended to be that funny, but if it's funny, then great. You know, kind of like in The Conjuring. Like, there's some pretty funny moments in The Conjuring, but you know, they're not just like shoehorned in there. Yeah, yeah.
0: It doesn't feel like a comedy movie. Whereas, like, since like, what's his name from? What's what's that little short fat fucker's name that that's on Blumhouse? Danny uh, Danny McBride. Yeah. Yeah. Since he was you know a part of this shit, you know, like <laughs> that's where I felt like the the comedy felt like in Halloween, just like the one from Pineapple Express, like just yeah, When there was uh-huh. comedy, like especially even with that kid, he's like, "What's going on, man? You're kind of sketchy, dude." Like you know, yeah. when he thought fucking Michael was you know the neighbor. I don't know. It just seems like we need to stop stop putting like. Stop putting the comedy feel
1: in horror movies.
0: Have jokes, but don't make it feel like a comedy for, like, 30 seconds and then go back to,
1: like... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I feel you. Um, I I wasn't a fan. I mean, I I hope that the vibe is different than what's portrayed in the trailer. Like, maybe they're just trolling us, but...
0: They could be. I don't know. It's
1: possible. But it, it does look kind of, like, action-heavy. So, almost tonally, like, kind of similar to the Del Toro ones. So I don't know. We'll see. But I actually do like David Harbor as Hellboy a lot.
0: I was gonna say I
1: think the tone of this movie
0: is gonna be similar to the Predator movie.
1: <laughs> that's kind of the vibe it's giving off right now. Honestly, yeah. I don't
0: mind that. I mean, yeah. Well, as long as it's done told well, us it's gonna feel like a horror movie. Yeah. They exactly. specifically said it's oh, darker. It's gonna be darker. Yeah. It's like no, maybe they just use darker lighting. But <laughs> that's about it. That's yeah. Like a darker
1: thing. Though. Well, I hope I'm wrong, but. The trailer is out right now. You can go to Blade Disgusting or anything, really, and and find it. But the movie is coming out April 12th, 2019. Be on the lookout. I'm I'm, I'm still excited for it because I do want to see it because I love Hellboy. But the trailer, kind of disappointing, honestly. So, the next trailer is about a movie called Braid. Now, this one looks absolutely batshit crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Basically... It's about two women who are trying to rob their friend, <laughs> which already sounds fucked up. But They're like criminals. That
0: sounds like some uh, some hush. Not
1: hush. Yeah. Was that movie? Don't Breathe? That yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. So they try to rob their friend who is mentally unstable and has like this imaginary fantasy world. So apparently, I don't know, apparently the shit is like real or something. So they try to steal from her because she's rich. And they end up in this like, make-believe game and this is this whole like crazy psycho like thing you know
0: i don't know when she's st- when she got smacked in her kneecaps with that hammer i yeah. was like all right this is gonna be one of those crazy fucking <laughs> movies like hostile you know yeah, the, was... like the
1: body horror like yeah
0: that just focuses on well, like the brutality
1: but it's also like super trippy and like in your head and like psychological horror kind of that it almost felt to me like a blend of Get Out and, I don't know, some other movie like Jacob's Ladder or something, you know? Just some crazy shit. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what it's going to be like
0: because that shit, I don't know. Like it, like I said, as soon as the hammer landed on the kneecap, <laughs> I was like, all right, this is, yeah, is going to be fucked up, but I got to watch it.
1: Yeah, I do have to. Yeah, it's, it does look really good. The The cinematography especially looks like really interesting. They have, like, a lot of, like, Dutch angles and stuff and, like, trippy colors and, I don't know, it looks kind of... Actually, it kind of reminds me of Suspiria almost, like, the once they one? started showing all those, like, crazy images. Actually, the old one, kind of. Oh, shit. Because the colors in this one looked kind of, like, crazy, you know? So... We'll see
0: if the trailer is just, like, a trailer or if, like... Yeah. Because, I don't know, lately I've been seeing in a lot of horror movies, sh- like, I'd see some shit in the trailer and it wasn't in the movie. Yeah. I'm just, Yeah. Like,
1: the fuck... They, they, Yeah, they just, like, film some shit the, basically thinking, like, oh, this would be cool in a trailer, you know? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, a lot of people film trailer stuff before they actually film the entire movie. That makes Sometimes, sense. Sometimes, yeah. But anyway, Madeline Brewer, who we talked about recently in Netflix's Cam, is starring in this along with Imogen, Waterhouse, and Sarah Hay. I'm pretty excited for it. It's coming out February 1st in some theaters and on VOD platforms. Alright, the last trailer we have for you guys today is for a movie called Piercing. (laughs) So
0: imagine Fifty Shades of Grey,
1: except like both people are out of their fucking minds. Yeah, and they're like basically sadists, or I don't know, masochists for both. (laughs) They're just just fucking crazy. Except they're like, like bleeding
0: and like cutting each other's faces and
1: shit that's not normal. Yeah, it's, like, really, really weird, like, niche, like, sadomasochism. And I know, and I know and there's, stuff. like,
0: no kink shaming. Hey, if we're at Kmart and you just cut someone's face open, I'll be like, oh, shit. Yeah. So, you no. can't just do it while you're
1: fucking and expect everything to be okay. That shit's weird. <laughs> yeah. But it does look absolutely fucking bonkers. And uh I, I, I recognize the guy. I
0: just couldn't... I, you know what I liked? I couldn't mm. tell... What the fuck the story like really was, or like in which direction it was gonna yeah. go? Like, is she gonna kill him? Is he gonna kill her? Like, what's I mean, about I c- to happen? I,
1: I kind of like that they didn't really give a hint, because then that would be giving it away. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause, like, so I'm, I'm,
0: I'm excited another, for I'm, more. I'm gonna keep throwing shots at them until the year's over. I'm telling you, like Halloween <laughs> gave too much away in their fucking trailers. Yeah, kind of. At least, especially with that one shot. Like, that was... Dude, like, he it was, literally it was walked intense, all the way into the... And where he walked all the way into the garage for, like, yeah. 40 seconds, then walked into the house and clobbered the old lady with the, the hammer. Th-
1: the fact that it was still one of the coolest moments in the movie, like, just made it that much worse for me. Yeah. But this trailer actually looks pretty good, and I'm excited for the movie itself. It's by uh, Nicholas Pesci. It's just like some, did The Eyes of My Mother. It's
0: just like some next level Fifty Shades shit. It's yeah. Like,
1: Basically, it was described as like psychosexual and yeah, all this kind of stuff. So it are not seem like a
0: horror movie. Seems like a fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? Because I mean, remember I what either. we said about classifying it as horror if we put ourselves in that position, mm. and they both liked that shit. So yeah. now we're just watching like
1: fucking sex horror. Yeah, but it seemed like the guy wasn't like, like all the way into sure. It. Well, he I don't think he knew that like she was also like out of her fucking crazy mind. shit. Yeah, but basically, it stars a uh, Christopher Abbott and Mia Wasikowska, and yeah, they get together, and they do some crazy shit, <laughs> which is basically what it looks like. But that one's also coming out February 1st uh, on digital HD and VOD platforms and in some theaters, so just check, and you'll be able to see, like, what theaters are showing it. So that's all the trailers we got for you guys. We're going to move on to our first segment of the episode, and it is The Cult Corner. And on this week's Cult Corner, uh-huh. I got you there. Yeah, uh, you didn't... <laughs> We have uh, a true Christmas horror classic, Black Christmas.
0: Hailing from 1974. The 06 remake
1: wasn't, wasn't bad for what it was
0: because unlike mm-hmm. this movie, it didn't take itself seriously. There was a lot of blood and the kills were like super cool. The jump scares were like, ahead of its time this came out in 06 like i think black christmas is like the master of jump scares the remake quote me on that too really? like i think that's what like dude there was so much bro that movie built suspense good too like there'd be like a chick outside standing underneath an icicle mm-hmm. and then you hear crawling under the house and she looks and then someone comes out of another direction and attacks her then the icicle falls through her head it's like yeah. we knew it was gonna happen but like just the ink ang- the camera angles they used mm-hmm. it had a good score there was a lot of gore too, and it, the storyline was fucked up, but the original was much more simple so there there's these uh sorority house bitches right, and they're they're, they're and most of them like there's one one of them's British, the other ones are American, <laughs> one of them's an alcoholic, yeah they're just a fucking Well, they're all alcoholics Let's so uh the beginning of the movie starts off as just the first person camera shot, real Giallo style. Mm. He's walking up to the house. We just, we don't know who, we just see someone. And there's ominous music playing, so we know it's not someone they're expecting nor someone that should be near the house. And he starts climbing the vine. And then all of a sudden, the whole, the rest of the movie is just basically this. He keeps calling them and they keep disappearing one by one. He keeps like, Mm. he keeps saying like this weird shit Every time he fucking calls, he's like, "Agnes, it's me, Billy." And they're like, "What the fuck is going on? Who is this?" And he's like, "Where's the baby?" Like, it's just <laughs> fucking crazy. That uh, I liked how it built suspense. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm not gonna lie. At some part, por, like some port, I was gonna say parts and portions, but I couldn't pick, and I just started yammering. Yeah, <laughs> at some parts, I just felt like it dragged on. Like mm-hmm. there was really nothing happening, but there was a lot going into the investigation of, of uh, what's her name that was missing, Claire. Yeah, and then her dad came and he was just like where is my daughter and then like you got the headmistress and she's an alcoholic too and she's like she's like really rude like much like the other alcoholic chick <laughs> that's also in the frat and basically it's just about a bunch of alcoholics dying yeah the, the and the, the main character is Olivia Hussey mm-hmm. and uh what we also have in this movie is like still to this day people it, they the, their red herring was so good in this movie fucking mm-hmm. uh Peter yeah i agree completely <laughs> and because like like i said still to this day people online are like no i think billy was peter and peter lost his it's like dude like mm. he wrote like he the hair is different you see when he stabs the chick with the unicorn it wasn't him but they wanted us to think it was like uh you know those you know of, those
1: online conspiracy
0: theorists <laughs> yeah they're fucking stupid because like she killed him but at the at the end of the movie you still hear him singing in the attic and you see the the door open mm-hmm. as she's sleeping on the couch yeah that was a creepy ass final scene. I liked the uh, the score was good, cinematography. It was nothing special. It was all you were always like up close and personal yeah. with like one of the characters.
1: But but you do have to appreciate all the all the moving body. You know the first person shots. Oh yeah, the first person shots yeah. were the best
0: because like, especially like the murder shots. Uh, I yeah. also liked the fact that like they never showed like the killer's whole face. They they used the lighting really well and the shadows to like only like show like a quarter of his face like his like right eye or something
1: even though like Mm. he's clear as day in front of this chick with like a glass unicorn yeah that was actually kind of a difference between this movie and like the giallo you know the the giallo movies eventually would either give you a strong hint as to who the killer was or actually show you who the killer was this movie didn't really do that which I appreciated. It took you know it, it did its own thing, um but you could also tell like the hev- heavy Hitchcock influence as well. I think, in the use of all the shadows and everything was just was just really great. um And actually, the cinematographer I think I read strapped the like he like made he like jury rigged like mm-hmm. some kind of contraption on his back to like carry the camera, and that's how he did all the shots where it was like first person pov and he was like climbing down the ladder and stuff like that oh shit so you gotta respect that i mean that's was it, so, it was
0: probably him doing the voices then too When
1: i well i think it was bob clark who did the voices really i think so that's fucking weird i know right he's a he, he was <laughs> yeah apparently uh apparently there was some like other dialogue that the actresses were hearing over the phone like much tamer because what, what's like in the movie is pretty fucked up right like some crazy shit and apparently he added that after everything yeah because probably they'd probably really be freaked out like what the fuck is wrong with this guy like, mm-hmm. and uh the most probably iconic shot from the movie with is it was it claire she had the bag over her head yeah in the when she chair. was just sitting in the rocking chair and he was just yeah. rocking it and singing little baby bunting like yeah what the fuck that shit was crazy and they showed her just slowly kind of like decaying over the course of the entire movie. Just up there in the window, rocking back and forth. It's It was really unsettling. This was a... Uh, what's the word for it? This was like the pioneer for slashers
0: because we had Psycho before this. We had the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Uh, Peeping Tom. Peeping Tom. Yeah, I forgot about that one. But this one was like... This one was different. Yeah. This one was like super different than I mean, those because like like you said you didn't find out who the fuck it was right it's just some guy uh and it, it, there wasn't like too much like uh, i don't know like the older movies seem to have like better character development at least mm-hmm. at least psycho did you know than yeah. this i mean for this one i only cared about olivia hussey's character
1: i think you have to mention margot kidder's character that oh really yeah I forgot margot kidder was in this <laughs> yeah me too like she almost comes off as the protagonist in the beginning at least that's what I thought. She didn't die, she? And then die, Olivia Hussey takes over. Um, I think she did. I mean, I'm not 100% sure. I just watched it, but I forget. Oh, yeah, she things. did die so, yeah, after she, she went did.
0: to go check on... Uh, uh-huh. They already showed Billy was in the room. I'm assuming that's his name. Because I've heard Billy... Mm. Black, even though... Hear me out. Someone said John Carpenter created Halloween as a prequel to Black Christmas. So right before billy like up until that point where he stumbles upon that that house like he he he, his name isn't billy he's just Uh some fucking crazy dude like he goes around killing people and he has like a different persona because he's nuts like he got shot off the balcony but and then he just wandered off and then huh but isn't that well that's what they said like black christmas was like 100 percent inspired john carpenter you know he said like that was like is like, main inspiration for Halloween. And then I think uh, they mm-hmm. just wanted to call it, though, the babysitter murders because instead of, like, college chicks, they wanted to do babysitters yeah. because, you know, a lot of people can relate. Everyone had a babysitter or was a babysitter. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they... Mm-hmm. And then uh, John pitched the idea, you know, oh, let's do it around Halloween. And then, is there any movie named Halloween? No? Okay, cool. Like,
1: Which was crazy.
0: But so this is, like... <laughs> I don't know. Black Christmas is, like, basically, like, the unofic- unofficial, like... At least in John Carpenter's original yeah. thought, it's like Black Christmas is like the unoriginal sequel. to so wow. like that's the fan theory. Like okay, I uh, yeah, never heard of that because uh, he was inspired by it. So they said like oh, you know he it's it's Halloween's the prequel to this. But yeah. well, and uh, Black yeah. Christmas inspired like since it inspired Halloween, which is like the king of the slashers. Mm-hmm. So came the eighties knockoffs, and we, if we like if we pull it back to like how it was between like I think seventy four and seventy eight with the slashers it'd be more interesting because like they were good at building suspense back then there was like a decent score there was pretty good
1: jump scares back then
0: too yeah i also as opposed to nowadays like all the gore
1: well i also just think that they didn't give a shit back then you know because people weren't getting offended so much and like or or whatever you know and stuff wasn't as polished so all the violence was a little grittier I mean, at least that's—I think those are a couple of reasons. But no, yeah, I totally get it. You got to remember too that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out the same year as this. Exactly. Yeah. But it was it, this is still like so inspirational and widely regarded as one of the best horror movies I think ever.
0: And a lot of people regard so, this as like the the first official, like slasher movie too. Yeah, a lot of
1: people do. I I, I don't quite agree with that. I don't but,
0: either because Psycho was clearly a slasher. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think even you said like this almost doesn't even really qualify as a slasher because yeah. it's really more of, like, a psychological, like, stalker or kind of horror movie. Yeah. But, I mean, you can because still, I guess, call it a slasher.
0: Like, I don't think he's I don't think he's crazy in the way, like, that he really is mm-hmm. saying these things and he's thinking, I'm Billy, Agnes, Mommy, is the baby okay? I think he's just saying this stuff on the phone just to freak them out. Like, he's that mm-hmm. type of person because I see as soon as he hangs up the phone... Like, he's just normal. Like, you know what I mean? I think he's mm-hmm. just, like, he's trying to keep them on edge, like, to make them look over their shoulders so that they're relaxed at the house because he's really in the house. Like, I mean, because he's got
1: to have some kind of intelligence to just be able to post up there, nobody find him, you know, and just kill people. Yeah. I mean, I mean and evade like the police and stuff. He's, like, one of the descendants of the original hunter-gatherer,
0: <laughs> like, people. Yeah, probably. He's from one of the first tribes on Earth. <laughs>
1: Alright, well, is that your fan theory? No, I'm just dicking <laughs> around. <laughs> no, I get it, though, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. We we don't really know, which is, which is the thing, but yeah, this movie's super influential. Now, I guess I do have to point out, since this is the, the holiday episode, you know, this does take place on Christmas, so is the movie itself really that Christmassy besides that?
0: Uh they had their christmas lights up you know they had the carolers you remember the carolers yeah as as uh what's her name barb was getting stabbed to death with a unicorn the carolers are just yeah yeah yeah. or whatever the fuck you know that was a great scene yeah it was i like how they did that
1: yeah i didn't think initially i didn't think it was going to go long but then like the murder started happening and stuff so i was like all right this is cool (laughs) i liked
0: how they like slowed it down while he was stabbing her too Mm -hmm. while they were singing it was just you just felt uneasy I, I liked how they built up that like that unease for
1: that like whole yeah. scene they're like all right how long are we gonna watch this bitch get stabbed like <laughs> yeah i uh so i i do agree about that and about all the lights and everything so it was really more of like a christmasy kind of vibe but it wasn't really directly involved with christmas no, stuff
0: they, they even say like oh the Yule party like yeah uh, it was I, just I it was any just any a them... backdrop yeah none of them really mentioned even like holidays or anything like mm-hmm. well they mentioned they didn't mention christmas they mentioned you know claire needs to come home for the holidays or whatever like yeah. and they mentioned yule like they never said really like oh chris the christmas carolers is like yeah the carolers like it seemed more like a not like an anti-christian movie but like they didn't want to be like yeah like all christmasy like if you don't like you know be nice and then you know jesus santa and krapus are gonna come fuck you up you know like
1: yeah it was it was really just more of like a kind of background thing but it's just kind of crazy to think about it like just by it being called black christmas it's like now you know really renowned as like a christmas horror movie yeah which is which is pretty nuts the remake though we got to talk about that one okay i don't don't remember it quite as much but I'll try.
0: Hella Christmas vibes. Christmas cookies. They're talking about Christmas. Yeah. Uh, a weird incest thing going on. Billy's mom rapes him and creates Agnes, his sister daughter. Uh,
1: and See, that's why I couldn't get into that movie. It was it was too much of that shoehorning in, just these stupid explanations and reasons to, you know, make you sympathize with the killer and all this kind of crazy shit.
0: Oh, yeah. But after you see them kill a few people, you don't sympathize at all. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, in this movie, you find out in this one, there was two killers. Mm -hmm. Agnes, who was played by, like, some, like, six-foot-two, like, 230-pound dude, (laughs) and it was, like, some dude played him, like, I mean, you can tell he has, like, a boxer's neck and chin, you know? Yeah. And then Billy's, like, this, like, five-foot-like-eight, like, like, just (laughs) semi-chubby guy in, like, mental ward pajamas, like, and he's just pulling people's eyeballs out and stabbing Mm -hmm. them and shit, and
1: kind of reminds me of some, like, See No Evil kind of yeah. shit. And that's that's kind of how it turned into. It just sees, like, large monsters once again, just ripping people's heads off. I liked it, though.
0: Like, it had yeah. hella holiday vibes. Like, had the drunk chick again, of course. Of course. And she got killed by Agnes, I think.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, With the know. unicorn. Yeah,
0: Agnes the, killed her with the unicorn. Okay.
1: I mean, yeah, the whole, like, two killers thing for me was, like, not that
0: great. You know what's weird? I watched the remake first. So when I watched there the original go. one, I was like, I probably know how this is gonna go and then i started watching and i was like no nah, this is this is weird yeah. it wasn't like disturbing well the new one wasn't disturbing it was just like a splatter film mm-hmm. but like i don't know what what i liked it maybe it's like the 10 hot chicks they have in the fucking in the movie could be or just like the kills the kill i think it's probably the kills
1: yeah i mean that that is one thing like the more well if you use practical effects the more polished your horror movie is you do get some really awesome kills yeah, and that's you know, what this had. This didn't use any
0: CGI, I don't think. Yeah. Probably to make Billy's skin green, but that's about it. Yeah, or but yellow. I mean like 30 years later almost, it's going to look way better. Oh, yeah. So. I want to get like the Black Christmas fucking remake Blu-ray and the, re- I had the original Blu-ray, like, I don't know what the fuck, I, I just mm-hmm. lost that shit.
1: Damn. Yeah, that sucks. I would, I would uh, treasure that for it sure. It literally
0: fell somewhere in my room and I never
1: saw it again. Ah, uh, well, I, I will be on the lookout for it <laughs> Like in general, probably so. gonna check Amazon after this episode. In all seriousness, yeah. Well, I mean, Shutter has the movie, so mm, not in you know HD though. <laughs> well, I mean, kind of. Anything else about Black Christmas? I mean, it's 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 classic.
0: Yeah, it's good. I mean, check it out. I mean, I watch it every fucking December.
1: Yep. Not hella, hella you know, Christmas vibes, but still, it's it's there in the in the background, and you do kind of feel it. But really, it's just a deranged movie.
0: Yeah, it's more just the setting that's Christmassy. Mm -hmm.
1: But let's actually talk about some, you know, kind of more holiday, Christmassy type horror movies. Uh, And we're going to do that right after this short break. Hi, this is Chris. And this is Roger. And if you like Tigers baseball, Major League Baseball, Minor League Baseball, analytics, pop culture references, movies, sports, food, check us out. Look for Tigers S R D on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Do you love pop culture? Discussions about pop culture, ranking and rating treasured pieces of that shared culture against each other.
0: I j- I mean I do think Flea's a good bass player. He does what he does very well. And like I said, he's he's a he's like a rock star. You know, he's eccentric and what is so funny. What I just didn't like?
1: know he talks so long about Flea. I, d- I didn't know anybody I had mean, so many just, feelings.
0: I do. So I many. I got, got feelings. feelings. <laughs>
1: yeah. Music, movies, television, food, sports, pro wrestling. We are the determination of what is over or underrated across all fields of greater cultural consumption. Subscribe and review on Apple Podcast and Podbean or visit us at sportsradio detroit.com. Over under fair, your final word in pop cultural relevance. So there are a lot of other Christmas horror movies. We're gonna probably just discuss a couple of the highlights. And I think you got to start off with one of the next really excellent ones Silent Night Deadly Night.
0: Oh man, I watched this the first time last year like yeah, during the holidays and like dude, it was so fucking like oh, what's the word for it? I don't know. It was just at first it was serious cuz like the kids parents get like killed and his mom gets raped right in front of him mm-hmm. and then they, she gets killed and then you know by like a killer Santa Claus like you know santa claus robbed them or whatever and he's just on the side of the road watching that shit and like he came out of this like fucking literally holy hell house with these hellish nuns and shit and like they'd beat this fucking shit out of you and like he gets (laughs) triggered while he's working at a toy store by santa claus and then he sports the outfit and kills naughty people in his words
1: yeah so that was one of the first movies i think to really establish the whole like santa claus persona as a killer but it wasn't quite the first actually i think there was a movie in the 70s possibly that did it but i know one of the first ones was christmas evil yeah and that movie was insane as well i mean i want to come back to it uh in a little bit but silent night deadly night probably definitely the most popular of the two and i think for good reason i mean it's Slightly more of like a light-hearted thing, yeah. Than Christmas Evil because Christmas Evil was just the entire way through just kind of really depressing and stuff. Yeah. But Silent Night Deadly Night is more of like it's your fun. classic slasher,
0: except the beginning. Like the beginning was horrific.
1: Yeah. And then
0: is this the one with his uh crazy grandpa where he says Santa Claus is gonna kill him or Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that was, shit uh, right off the bat. I was like, oh, yeah. you got the crazy fucking old guy. who's gonna be great. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that scene was pretty good, actually. I don't remember who the uh, actor that did the play the grandpa was, but I think he he did a great job there. But, yeah, that was the one. So Silent Night, Deadly Night, definitely more of, like, the classic slasher because it features a lot more of the up-close-and-personal, like, kill scenes. You know, Christmas Evil, really there's only, like, a, a handful, not even a handful, like, a couple deaths, you know. It was really more about this, like, guy's obsession with santa claus because he, he saw his dad as santa claus like fondling his mom when he was young and now he's like insane and sexually repressed i don't know how these things work
0: people like that don't they ever figure out that it was like when they're older that it was just their dad dressed as santa claus right like
1: w- what did are you, you think fucking stupid
0: do you think santa claus really came and your mom sucked him off are you <laughs> are you fucking nine your whole life yeah seriously I mean, you you have at least to be the guy to... from Silent Night, Deadly Night. His parents got murdered by Santa Claus, yeah. And of course, he doesn't get triggered because he knows that Santa Claus. He's like, oh, some fucker dressed as Santa killed them. And then mm-hmm. he's like, I gotta be Santa if I want to be safe from Santa. Like the whole <sighs> become the hunter and not the prey
1: thing, you know? Yeah. No, yeah, that that I completely understand. This, not quite so much, but uh, I mean, I guess it's still a pretty cool concept base you know this whole story off of because he snaps too after he hears someone like bad mouthing him so he dons he he, do, he goes to the extreme he like glues all the hair to his face and stuff and he like dons the outfit yeah. and <laughs> he just like goes after people yeah silent night, Deadly night
0: definitely my uh my preferred over the mm-hmm. two just yeah. because like the more kill the
1: sledding scene was hilarious it was yeah that, that was definitely, like, more in the realm of, like, Friday the 13th and stuff. You know what kind of pissed me off? He saved that woman
0: in the toy shop from being, like, raped. Oh, in Silent Night, Deadly Night? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, she looked at him like he was a monster for killing the rapist. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I was, was like, know. yo. I think if I saw anybody just chopped up, I I would probably also have that look at, at whoever well, it was.
0: Because the first thing you wouldn't think is, oh, he saved me. You'd be like, fuck, I'm next. Bro. Yeah. You
1: know, like. Yeah, exactly because he could just be some fucking deranged killer which yeah, he, he is he so. wasn't trying to fucking help you you know he was <laughs> yeah.
0: trying to just fucking kill because that motherfucker was
1: you mm-hmm. know
0: undressed. was it him that was just
1: the santa it was it was like the the boy that grew up yeah
0: yeah it's just the whole just that whole thing triggered him man he was just, yeah exactly It was only a matter of time that fucking the deer scene too when he snuck into that fucking house i don't with quite the remember. antlers.
1: Oh, yeah, I think I do remember. He stuck that uh, that bitch on the antlers, man. (laughs) Yeah, that whole movie was crazy. But, yeah, this guy basically just snapped. Christmas Evil was more of like a psychological horror about this guy's slow descent into madness, and he's just obsessed with Santa Claus. (laughs) I like both movies, though. Christmas Evil really caught me off guard. But both actually had some pretty good Christmas vibes. I mean, they both featured the whole Santa as a killer thing, which was relatively new at that time. So these were pretty innovative movies I think. And then a lot of people probably don't know this or forget this but Silent Night Deadly Night spawned like six sequels or something. Yeah. I, like but one. it was also like heavily disliked because like I
0: guess yeah. you know everyone like believed in Jesus back in like the 70s or whatever the fuck they believed in. Yeah. It's it's so funny now like back in the day it was like a big deal showing a killer Santa cuz they were they say nowadays it's people are more sensitive but it's just funny to me back in the day people were sensitive mm. as fuck about killer santa now there's like like literally porn videos like santa <laughs> fucking midgets and yeah. be like santa fucking the elves you know like
1: uh and no one bats an eye i mean i don't know what you're talking about samuel i fuck i don't know what i'm talking about oh okay as long as we both understand that yeah i'm not, not even here right now <laughs> I, i'm just here, life here. experiencing <laughs> itself bro so uh those two movies yeah highly kind of vilified almost by like the general public for the subject matter and oh, very yeah. controversial but but now in you know retrospect awesome movies yeah <laughs> you know at least you know we didn't grow up during that whole era of commotion about it so for us it, it was pretty normal we, we look at this movie I'm and we're sure like it was okay. banned for a minute too i probably it's so fucking yeah. stupid yeah christmas evil i don't think really got as much hype so I, that one probably slipped through but it was it was still pretty dark but we do have to talk about a few other ones there there are a couple other ones that don't really deal with the santa claus as a killer thing but are still pretty widely regarded you know like very highly christmas horror movies the one that i want to talk about especially krampus dude
0: i saw this shit in theaters back in like 2015 this was the shit yeah this was like probably besides like it's probably like in my top five horror movies of like the past ten years. Nice.
1: Yeah, it was it was a
0: surprise hit. I, you don't expect the ending either. Mm-hmm. I like the creatures. Uh, yeah, the actual character of Krampus was awesome. Even his fucking minions were dope. Mm-hmm.
1: He had like the was it the gingerbread men or whatever the fuck? He yeah, had. Like, those were kind of the only uh, ones I didn't really like as much because they were all just CGI. Yeah, it was but, great though. But the rest of fun. them like
0: everyone all of them were fucking wants they didn't even need krampus to like show up he just showed up just so he'd be like ha 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 kid you know like Mm -hmm. remember he laughed at the kid when he asked for his family back and shit yeah dude that shit was brutal but this movie was like really like the focus was like family not taking your family for granted because krampus comes after naughty kids and this kid didn't appreciate anything so krampus
1: came and was like hey Mm -hmm.
0: guess what kid
1: yeah in the bag (laughs) I'm glad that this movie didn't give a fuck. at, You know, multiple points because we we need movies like that and Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Black Christmas again. I think you know just to give us that that edge, right? Because we're kind of missing it from a lot of movies now. There needs to be Krampus some sh- shock
0: value too in these fucking movies. Like, yeah, I know. Like too much shock value is cheap, like a Serbian film. Yeah, but like at least have like Leatherface like kill a pregnant woman. You know, yeah. like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Like, oh, that's horrible. <laughs> oh, it's fake, dumbass. Like, it I didn't mean, really it, happen.
1: It, yeah, but think about it. You know, would that shock you? Yes. Exactly. That's what these movies are trying to do. So That's
0: why it's a horror
1: movie. Exactly.
0: Not a fucking... You yeah. didn't come here to be entertained. We, we, you we came t- here to be fucking scared. We
1: talked about it. Go, Go look at the... Like go, a week ago. Go listen to the last episode. Yeah. Episode Not, 40.
0: <laughs> nothing I don't think is too much in horror. Unless, like... Like, like if you're only going for shock you know what i yeah, mean yeah. but if you have a great movie and then there's like a fucking crazy moment like like hereditary when the mom started sawing at her neck in the fucking attic you remember yeah, that dude. shit that was it was crazy and then it had its moments like when the fucking kid started crying <laughs> and i was like oh it's funny <laughs> yeah fuck that guy well know?
1: speaking of which krampus did have a lot of comedic elements too oh it had it, a lot but What's it had a good balance uh let's see david kochner yeah kochner whatever i don't know tony collette also speaking of which was in this and adam scott kind of a weird choice but yeah, i effective. always thought
0: that was like the weirdest fucking choice but, but, of but
1: effective i think i think he did a good job you know? oh yeah
0: it seemed like a legit family too
1: like yeah <laughs> like you have like the one own... shitty side of the family but like they still
0: love you you know the acting was good in this movie too i thought it was yeah. gonna be like shitty because it was like kind of like comedy-ish horror but no it was it was like spot on like yeah it didn't take itself seriously, but it was a serious movie. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah. Like it had like some really important metaphors about family and
1: not being an arrogant little stuck-up, mm-hmm. greedy shit. But you know, this was almost in the vein of like Tucker and Dale versus Evil, but more brutal and dark and gory. Oh yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I think that's a fair comparison to make. But yeah, totally. I mean, I think this film balanced out the seriousness and and you know the the fucked upness. You well, know, was before <laughs> and, that and the comedy.
0: Before that movie, it has been a long time since we had, like, a Christmas horror.
1: Like a good Christmas horror. Like, I'm horror. pretty sure, yeah.
0: like, the last Christmas horror before Krampus was, like, Black Christmas in 06. <laughs> yeah, so could we be. go from 06 to 2015, mm-hmm. and then as soon as Krampus came out in 2015, we had all these, like, the independent Krampus knockoffs because, yeah. like, I guess no one can have the rights to Krampus because he's, like, cause, you know, Germany has that, and, you know, we don't mm-hmm. want to start a world war over
1: Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. And Krampus over there is, like, way fucking more terrifying, if you can believe it. I
0: saw, like, the... They had people dress up as him, and, like, that Mm -hmm. shit looks terrifying. Germans are crazy people. But but
1: the movie one, I think, was still, like, pretty faithful to how terrifying Krampus is supposed to be. So, yeah, it did a good job. But you mentioned all the knockoffs and stuff. It also inspired a bunch of other Christmas movies, too. Better, like, Better Watch Out. Um, And then the movie we're going to be talking about in the next segment. But uh, I actually didn't watch Better Watch Out. But, uh which there one was, was that with the babysitter yeah the baby the that kid one... that was crazy or something yeah, yeah i watched that one that one was really fucking good okay i gotta watch it unfortunately i didn't have time to but uh there was that one There was also red christmas oh yeah that one yeah Dude, did you like it <laughs> uh some parts of it i liked some I didn't parts say, of it did i you didn't think like it was it. a good
0: movie <laughs> did
1: you like it <laughs> i kind of liked it
0: because ob- objectively that movie was shit yeah, objectively, it wasn't that good.
1: But the char- the character of, like, the antagonist, yeah. great. Dude, Phenomenal. It was crazy that he was
0: nearly invincible. Yeah. Because I guess they were playing off the whole, like, retard strength thing, you know, <laughs> how they always do in these movies. Like, and have you noticed, that's kind of fucked up, you know? Like, yeah. In every horror Seriously. movie, it's like, yo, why is he so strong? He's mentally retarded. It's like, oh, fuck, why couldn't he just be supernatural, that, you know that's what I how, mean? That's how Michael Myers, and not yeah. to
1: get into it, but in, in Rob Zombie's Halloween, that's how he felt to me. Like, yeah. that's how they portrayed I mean, him.
0: I mean, if you kind of... I mean, when I watched Halloween with my dad and my mom as a kid, like, the first thing my dad saw when he like saw all the shit Michael's doing, he's like, he's sick, he's sick, he's <laughs> he's retarded, you know? Like, I, was like, oh my God. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, he is. Oh, re- man. I mean, Michael Myers, pro- I don't think he's retarded, like,
1: cause he's fucking smart.
0: I, yeah. He's not just sitting behind that mask. I mean, no! yeah, none of these
1: serial killers and shit are really, like, unintelligent, you know? Yeah. But they're just not, like... Altogether, i don't know yeah exactly still don't give them the stereotypical quote
0: unquote retard strength i'm not saying it i'm quoting it people still use it yeah no i i agree (laughs) it's, it's just funny to me like stop making stop making like people with
1: mental disorders like super strong yeah exactly you if you got i think that's why they even like ended up making jason into a monster they probably understood that they were like all right let's just make him uh fucking deadite and then you'll exactly. have like crazy super strength that's why jason i think the
0: series was like much more better than like mm-hmm. the michael movies because like i don't know michael was just like they were introduced the supernatural element fully like and explained in part six then they took it out in part seven and h2o and like yeah they just made him like not super he didn't have super strength if you noticed in like the non-thorn movies mm-hmm. he was just like unusually persistent and he just he just would get i think he just got lucky every time honestly yeah i think when in h2o when he got his head chopped off that's the end of that timeline
1: that was not a paramedic you mm-hmm. know what i mean like yeah yeah but th- this guy in red christmas i yeah. don't know it was kind of weird to me too because really, apparently like his skin was fucked up so how could he just go around killing people all the time yeah he was the same of color as like vanilla acrylic
0: paint like yeah and like he it, it, him like quoting bible scriptures and stuff and
1: like yeah, it was really weird. He was cloaked the whole time, and like, yeah, it was kind of odd. You know what though? I'm pretty sure. I'm like 99 percent sure. I've seen posters of this movie, and over his face, it looks like he has like a skull mask or something on. That wasn't in the movie, I don't think. So I was kind of disappointed about that. That was just like a random thing that. Oh well, yeah, that like was in the, like, the Netflix preview, right? I think. Yeah, I think so. I'm I mean, I'm not crazy. I don't think. But anyway, that was like a super minor thing. I, I kind of liked it, but yeah, it was objectively not a good movie.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I enjoyed it, though. But, like. Yeah.
1: but And then there's some other ones, too. Jack Frost. I oh, still got to watch that. What but. else do we have?
0: <laughs> uh, oh, you never watched Jack Frost? No,
1: I didn't. Wow. I know. I know. I'm sorry, guys. I'm bad, but I didn't have time to, unfortunately. But Jack Frost, no, I have mean, never like... It? No, I've never seen it. But I know that it's a classic Christmas horror movie. Dude,
0: I watched that like a... L- I watched that when when my sister betty still lived here this yeah. was like i'm talking like probably either late elementary like fourth fifth grade or like early middle school yeah damn yeah, that was a long that was a long time ago i don't yeah, remember much of it, it but i just remember i watched it for sure mm-hmm. i rented it from fucking video 22
1: It came out in uh, 1997
0: yeah i got it from
1: video Twenty Two. So it was kind of, still kind of newer back then almost but uh yeah actually I'm I, looking at this one. I haven't seen this one yet either. and I know you haven't either, but Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. Now, that was one that actually came out in 2010. The problem, I think, as to why it didn't, like, blow up was because it wasn't American. Oh, I think so. it was, like, it was some kind of Scandinavian or something, I think, because I think it takes place in Finland, I want to say. Well, why and, doesn't uh, the United States do what they always do with these foreign they Just remake them. Yeah, I think they're planning on it
0: because <laughs> i already did that shit with martyrs and
1: yeah exactly i don't know um, almost but
0: immediately like it was, mm-hmm. well not a it was like three years later but still
1: yeah but uh this movie takes place in the depths of the Korva tunturi mountains which i think are in finland or somewhere over there and essentially this concerns santa claus as an actual like monster as an actual entity like these people unearth him <laughs> and then he goes on some crazy killing spree in this like mountain village. It actually looks really good. If any of you guys have seen it, let us know what you think about it. I've heard really good things. It's got like a 90% or something on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, shit. Yeah, or like 84 or something
0: like that. I've got to add that to my queue. Mm-hmm. Probably on Xfinity.
1: So far, uh, lots of stuff about Santa and everything. We got to talk about the one biggest one that we've omitted so far. Arguably like not a horror movie gremlins oh shit yeah, we, have, we, have, gremlins. we have to talk about dude grammar. they're
0: making a new g- gremlins soon. yeah i know <laughs> i saw like the behind the scenes shit yeah uh, i think it was you that tagged me in it oh well. i think
1: that was critters was it
0: yeah was that critters yeah it was critters oh yeah they already make their but i
1: think it. there's something going on with gremlins too um don't quote me on that no i'm pretty sure we talked about it on the news at some point
0: because I, I made fun of like they had this like it's like cafe where they're like, yeah, that's the car from Critters, you know? <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to look back in on that. But um, the, the original movie, so iconic. And like I said, arguably n- horror or arguably not horror. It is. It's It's. I horror. think so. And I think it's partly because it's such a cult classic. I think horror is just so encompassing now that most like cult things will kind of become absorbed by it which i think happened to Gremlins, sort of because i agree that it's kind of a horror movie but at the same time you can argue it's more of like a fa- like a fantasy anyway i don't want to get into all that because yeah, we
0: toxic avenger is considered a horror now yeah because, like just cult reasons yeah
1: i mean like i said i, I totally think that gremlins is you know especially because if you put yourself into that situation you know that's pretty terrifying having to look look after these little monsters. Yeah, fuck that! I wouldn't <laughs> want to. Then they go crazy and I don't know, try to like eat you and shit. Like no, nah. they're just like yeah. little like monkey piranhas. Like yeah, exactly. But I mean, the first of all, the whole premise of this movie really original. The the actual concept of the uh, of the Gremlins was was very innovative, I think, with all the rules and all that stuff, and. You know, it really kind of is a Christmas movie because it takes place on Christmas. It's about this guy who finds this weird thing and he learns to love it. And, you know, there's a lot of this stuff about love and family and everything in this movie. So,
0: Yeah, as with every Christmas movie, there always has to be something about family we're not black christmas though let's remind you yeah no not, not black christmas
1: that that's kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum as far as the themes go yeah that's the aesthetic it's just like that's just like okay we're gonna give you this backdrop of christmas nice happy jolly mm. presents turning, and everything fuck your world <laughs> exactly gremlins was kind of is kind of on the complete good spectrum yeah spectrum. as as some of these other ones are you know very heavy christmas vibes There's a lot of stuff about, you know, family and relationships and loving people and giving back to people and, you know, being kind to others and all that kind of stuff, you know. But there's still people dying and and everything, you know. And Gremlins has a lot of those kind of scary elements too, which I think makes it like the perfect Christmas horror movie, in my opinion.
0: Well, it has some suspense.
1: Yeah, it did. It did, for sure. So, Gremlins, I think one of the horror movies of the holidays that gives off like the the biggest vibe of the holidays like this is what you watch like you know christmas eve going into christmas day like that kind of movie at least yeah i agree yeah are there any other ones that you wanted to talk about
0: uh not in depth but i do it's new on shutter uh christmas presents not not with a t-s with a c-e that one was pretty good. It was a supernatural Christmas movie. Okay. I thought it was dope. And then uh
1: we do have that other one. That's right. Yeah, there's another new one on Shutter and we're actually going to talk about it right now on The Chopping Block. <laughs> Today's movie is All the Creatures Were Stirring. There's these two orphans.
0: Oh, it's fucked up. They're orphans. All right, get over it. now. They're there's meeting up. They're and they didn't want to be alone on christmas or something you know so there's this fat guy and there's this good-looking ginger chick that's right i said it ginger soulless bastards well, anyway uh, he meets up with her at the movie theater and there's just like really fucking weirdo just like staring at this chick at the whole time this old dude remember the old dude mm-hmm. and then uh you know they're getting tickets and there's this like really bitchy chick and she's giving them attitude like not even saying anything just you have know, the resting bitch face mm-hmm. and like She acted like getting the items was a task, even though they were right next to her. And she had a twin sister that we later found out. But uh, this couple goes into this movie. And it's not a movie. It's people acting something out. But we get to see, like, if what they were acting out was real. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So the first story takes place at a fucking office building. And, you know, they're doing, like, what's it? That Secret Santa shit. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden they get locked up. Wait, Elephant. yeah yeah and they get locked the fuck in Mm -hmm. and they're in like a saw situation and then we
1: find out at the end well don't spoil it that it was someone who works there Yeah. (laughs) yeah there's the second segment and you know in after each of these actual segments it shows you more of like what's happening in the actual theater with the two uh people on the date not date whatever yeah and it just gets kind of progressively weirder and you start noticing like little things so this is like the wraparound story i kind of liked it until the ending i'm not really going to get in depth about it without spoiling anything but i didn't like the ending of the main story that much that's all i'm really going to say about it kind of disappointed me but the second segment of this movie in the parking lot so good oh man that was my favorite segment of the the whole fucking thing yeah great vibes actual like good cinematography um and i like the twist a lot i was not expecting what happened at all it was super innovative to me and yeah. i really wanted to see more of it yeah i did too because they just kind of cut it off right when we got to see
0: it basically mm-hmm. like after like maybe four minutes of like them just talking about it
1: and like yeah i don't know there, there needs to be a sequel to that because like yeah. i like the creature guys bro like yeah me too and a very simple premise too. just started off a guy gets locked out of his car all alone in the middle of an empty parking lot and there's a a, a van over in the distance that he sees and he's got to try to get back into his car you know it's christmas he's got presents and stuff and that's really the that's really it and then they expanded on it and that's i love seeing stories like that i like shit that happens like in the middle of nowhere too when there's Mm -hmm. not many people around like in
0: a parking lot or like uh, a dude working at a convenience store and there's a stalker or like yeah. shit like that i don't know shit like that is like the best but this took it in a whole nother direction i didn't think what was gonna happen happened. a mm-hmm. uh, sp- little bit of a spoiler alert when that knife came out i thought the worst you know like, oh, I was, yeah. oh he's
1: dead yeah honestly like that it threw me for a loop which is, I, I loved it because i was thinking of all these possible scenarios as to like what could happen and you know honestly i didn't really guess it that much i mean i kind of guessed it to an extent but it still caught me off guard so i really liked that segment a lot there were three more segments uh and as for the first one i also kind of liked it i thought from two onwards i thought they get way worse yeah i don't even remember most of them what came after this so the third one oh god which one was the third one was stupid i i didn't like it i Oh, God, I can't remember now. Oh, the guy. Went. The guy with the... He's
0: like the Scrooge. And he gets visited by the spirit of Christmas. Yeah. And it makes him, like, die or whatever. Yeah. It w- we could spoil the shitty ones.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, eh. I mean, And that's not even really still a spoiler. There's some other crazy shit that happens. It was okay. Some people might like it, but that one felt super amateurish to me. I'm just going to say this. Like, the last three segments, to me, the last one was okay. But they still all felt uh, like really amateur the, the et
0: one you're talking about
1: yeah the, yeah, la- that the last segment okay. had some kind of i don't remember what were was the ones before that do you remember so there was the one we just talked about with the guy and the spirit and, and the tv and stuff and then the other one was uh oh with the with the reindeer oh that was fucking dumb yeah i didn't like that one i no, no spoilers there again it's something involved with that. I will say, you know, all these segments did play off the Christmas thing pretty well, you know, for the most part. Um, like it was pretty front and center. But yeah, the third one was, eh. I just thought the last three segments were, like, I don't know, just ill-conceived. Like the the premise initially, I think, was good for all of them, but the execution just wasn't there.
0: Like yeah, it was kind of amateurish. I thought I thought it was gonna be a bit better. Yeah, I just really like the first two segments.
1: Yeah, me too. I mean, I thought the first the two were last done one, well. like you said, like mm-hmm. I mean, I know this is an anthology thing, so each director kind of films their own thing differently. But like, this is a Shutter movie, and it comes off as being like a professional production. And the last three, honestly, for me, felt like films that like some of the filmmakers around here do, or not, you know, not in Detroit, but just like anywhere. Like, there's, there's always going to be, you know filmmakers that don't have that much of a budget or that good equipment and their sets just having like no mise en scene like there's no good lighting or camera angles or anything you know yeah and that's how i felt these movies felt the the, the very last three so i didn't really like them that much
0: so the last one though the only qualm i have with it is hey how about just, just fucking black and white color palette like yeah. I was like and then some things stuck out and I was just like mm.
1: yeah that's that's already been done i mean that's one of those things where it's like it's cool if you do it for like the first few times but if you're like an avid movie watcher that's already been done so much
0: it's gotten old that's like yeah. if i if i started making like those memes with like the the that douchebag dude douchebag <laughs> dave or whatever the fuck yeah. his name is no i hear you
1: yeah i didn't like, i didn't like that at all and then there was like a stupid use of cgi in it which i won't give away but I didn't like it. The last one was definitely better than the third and fourth segment, but I don't remember the one. Was know. that the one after the reindeer? The
0: last yeah, one? yeah, yeah. Okay, so we remember. We got all of them. Yeah,
1: that that was it. There were five short segments in total, and then and then it was the ending. I just really thought the movie lost steam after the second segment, which is unfortunate because I was excited to see more after that. I felt like this movie wasn't really too thought out. I think I felt like they just kind of like. Mm-hmm. that
0: like the ending i mean like they didn't think it through like before they wrote the whole script i think like yeah. they were just writing the script and like fuck what now what do we do with these characters how about m- make the fat dude something you know make her think he's something because yeah. of what the performers do you know like
1: yeah i actually thought that the build-up to that was good i just thought the ending was shit to like the wraparound story yeah Ah, uh, they yeah they really they tried to pull the trigger and they fucking backfired miserably i thought at the ending but so i'll say like this was a less than half good movie i would only really recommend that you see it for like the first two segments yeah i really like those yeah so it's kind of chopped to me but if you watch like half the movie you'll probably enjoy it when i
0: when i texted you to like watch it cuz it was really good mm-hmm. i was doing like as I was messaging, I just got done with the second segment. Yeah, I got you. So <laughs> and then after that. <laughs> after that I didn't want to be like, oh, it gets real bad.
1: No. Yeah, I mean, I was still gonna watch it anyway. It's it's a new movie, it's on shutter. If you wanna check out some pretty decent short films, at least watch the first two. But like I said, I thought that the production quality and the effort really dropped for the last three. They felt pretty amateurish. You know, and it felt like they just Shoe- shoehorned in—that's my word for the day. They shoehorned in some fucking CGI to make up for some scares, and that's just—that's just not how you do it, you know. Like I do short films. I've been in competitions. I've watched other entries and stuff, and usually the winners have a really innovative concept and they execute well on it. You know, they—they they don't cheap out, and it kind of feels like that's what the last three did in this movie that's that's my opinion that's my verdict <laughs>
0: they just like ran out of fucking resources they're like all right budget's done yeah carl bring <laughs> over your shit like <laughs> probably it's not chopped for me just because like the first two segments but like yeah. all right not chopped
1: but after you watch the first two segments turn it off <laughs> yeah or just be prepared to watch something that's probably going to disappoint you
0: like the next 45 minutes are boring as fuck yeah
1: if if the cinematography was better I maybe could have sat through it and been like, "All right, this is pretty okay. Honestly,
0: Christmas Presents, the movie that was like right next to it Mm -hmm. on
1: like the list, so much better. Really? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, if anything, go check out Christmas Presents. Or actually, I'll throw out a suggestion. It's not a Christmas movie, but if you want a really good movie, it just came out on Shudder. It's not new, but it just came out on Shudder. It's uh, Ichi the Killer. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I've heard of it. Takashi Miike, the same dude who did uh, Audition. Yeah, I, I heard oh, about that one. It's That's a really good movie. It's absolutely nuts. So, yeah. Yeah, all I heard that's about much. that one was I was fucked up. It was, yeah, but it was really good, I thought. Basically, it's just this guy who uh, gets hired by the mafia because he's, like, really good at torturing people, stuff like that, and it kind of revolves around him, and there's, like, a police investigation. I don't know. It's, it's really good. But uh, go check those out. If you do check out All the Creatures Were Stirring, then... Uh, let us know what you thought about it yeah let us know
0: if you thought it was like a masterpiece
1: yeah so let us know i mean you can do so on all our social media we have facebook instagram twitter and then uh, we have a website gravediscussions.net where you can send us messages as well and listen to all the episodes so i think that's pretty much it what do you uh what do you have planned for the holidays sam
0: me i'm going to an Ugly sweater party, as you can see over there. Oh yeah, I got nice. the Hanukkah sweater.
1: Nice, very nice. Yeah, we didn't really talk about too many of the other holidays around here, just because, just because Christmas is so prominent, and there aren't really that many other like <laughs> yeah, there's no holiday Hanukkah horror, horror movies. movies. Yeah, not really. So, or at least any of that are you know, I think worth mentioning and in, in this context, you know. No, no, there yeah. really isn't any. Yeah. So, anyway, that's what I think. But yeah, the
0: sweater is dope. <laughs> yeah so that's i got that's it cool. from fucking michael's really the
1: fucking craft store when i was going to get the paint for the mask Mm-hmm. oh yeah nice very nice well that sounds fun i think uh i think i'm just probably gonna stay home relax chill with the fam and eat some you know christmas food
0: uh yeah, i forgot about food
1: yeah food i'm pretty excited so yeah let us know what you guys are doing too i mean we'd love to hear from you guys let us know if you uh have any cool plans for the holidays. Um. Or you know, just listen to Grave Discussions.
0: Yeah. Tune in next week, you little ho ho hos, for mm-hmm. some Grave Discussions.
1: Yeah, we're gonna be giving our end of the year best horror lists. Okay.
0: Before we do that, I gotta watch Mandy. You do, yeah. Uh, what else do I have to watch? We gotta watch Incident in a Ghost Land because that one has a high rating yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Stay tuned. We got a great episode next week on Grave Discussions. Ho 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 ho! God damn it! And happy. Horror days.